0: That's right. Ooh. I hope that you all, ooh, are hearing that. That is the sound of us pouring our glasses, and we hope that you are too, because this is Over the Counter. Counter. Um, tis me, And
1: I am Lolo.
0: And we're so happy that you're here with us today. Uh, the topics today uh, it's a really good one. Today, we're going to talk about love. Ooh, la, 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 L-O-V-E. For those of you who did not listen to our first episode, I am a black gay male, and Lolo... I'm a white
1: straight female.
0: So our conversations are going to come from those two perspectives. But let's see if we can find any common ground as different as we are. Lolo has prepared a question, I have prepared a question, and we are just going to... Dive right into it. You want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. I am a gentleman after all, so you know. You sure
1: are tis. So, let's talk about it. Yeah, we're just going to jump right on in. These questions that we prepared today, we haven't talked to each other about, so we really don't even know what to expect, but right. that's the point of this all. So, we're going to jump in with the first question. Tis me. Yeah. What is the most important quality in a relationship, and why?
0: Communication. Period. Pooh. Fast. That was a very fast answer. Um, I'll say communication because I really, really feel like a lot of, I feel like the communication can either make or break a relationship, and it also can tell you if you're in the right relationship or not. And if both parties were clear and communicative and could have conversations, then they might find out early on, hey you know what, this is how I feel and that's how you feel and I don't think this is going to work. Yeah, I don't think this is going to work either. So maybe we should just be friends. Okay, have that conversation as opposed to being scared to have the conversation and letting all of this time go by and then it just turns to something bigger. So I feel like communication is important. Communication can fix problems before they arise. It can uh, help you with figuring out if you're in the wrong relationship or not. It can uh, help you with brainstorming and getting over things. But most importantly, it helps you better get to know the person who you're with. And that is vital for a relationship. So that's my answer.
1: I think that's a good answer. And I can definitely understand why communication would be key. And I think most people would agree to that. For me personally, I feel like trust is the most important thing. Mm, Because if you don't have that foundation of trust... Communication doesn't even matter. I mean, you can talk yeah. all day, but it doesn't yeah. mean shit, to be completely honest.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if I don't trust you when you're going out with your boys, or I don't trust you when you're by yourself, or yeah. any of those things, I don't care what you communicate to me. It doesn't matter. So, I think trust is actually more important than communication. So, what would you say in response to that?
0: Well, here's my question for you, then. Well, okay, so, first... My In response to that, I do think trust is important. Uh, I do feel like you have to have communication in order to get the trust. Because so without communication, then how would you ever get to know that you can trust somebody?
1: I think communication comes naturally,
0: though. Well, that's, well, that's the form, though. Like, uh, communication to me, okay, so let's define communication. Because to me, communication is not... Oh I had a conversation with you. To me, communication is open, it's frequent, it's fluent, it is transparent, it is uh it is it's it's it is everything and it shows its face in everything, even when it comes to trust. So if you you know for as far as trust is concerned, I do agree with you, trust is important, because without trust, then I can't be with you. But even if I trusted you, and you don't communicate to me, and I have no idea what you're feeling or when you're feeling it, why you're mad, why you're upset, why you, like, why you don't wanna cuddle, why you do, why, like, if if you can't communicate yourself to me, then it's still not gonna work. And I can trust you till the day is long. But you're sucky with communication, and I can't get you. And I'll never get to understand you if you don't have that communication.
1: I see what you're saying, but I see it from a different lens. I feel like I cannot communicate with someone if I don't trust them, and I'm not going to communicate with them. I have to have that trust first. And if I feel like I can trust you, I can put my whole heart and soul into this, then I'll communicate with you how I feel. But if I don't, then it's a wrap.
0: So then, what do you? So, what is your response to? How do you feel when the trust is broken? You know they say. You know they say trust is like, like a piece of paper. You know it can be. It's when you first get it, it's perfect and straight. But once you fold it, it can never be straight like that again. The crease and the folds are always there.
1: Absolutely. So I think if you don't have trust, there is nothing left. That is the foundation of a relationship, not communication. So once the trust is gone, it's over. But you know what, communication, I feel like can come back. I don't feel like if there's a lack of communication, you can't ever have it again. But once trust is broken, you can't ever have it fully back. That's why I think trust is more important than communication.
0: I agree with that. However, I feel like communication and so we're kind of going in circles because I, I, I agree with you y'all though. need to weigh
1: in on this yes, what do you think right. trust or communication <laughs> yes
0: weigh in
1: they're both important they
0: are and I get what you're saying but I feel like the communication helps with you not breaking trust if we have good communication then I don't have to worry about losing trust in you if we don't have good communication then you're going to go and do something shiesty and it's going to hit me out of left field and I'm going to say, why didn't you just tell me that I was getting on your nerves? Why didn't you just tell me that that was the way that you feel? Why didn't you just tell me now we have this crumbled up piece of paper that can never be resolved? But if we had communication all along the way, we don't have to worry about the paper getting damaged.
1: That's not necessarily true.
0: Ooh, how was it not true? I feel
1: like you can 100% be in a relationship that is very communicative. Excuse me, I don't even know what I was just trying to say here, but you can communicate a lot with your partner, but they can still go out and do shicy things. I feel like that doesn't necessarily mean, just because you communicate a lot, you feel like they're telling you everything, they might still go out and do some shit.
0: That's a good point.
1: So, yeah, I don't feel like that really means a whole lot. Honestly. Just because I've had, I've been burned.
0: Yeah, I have two, but I guess that's why I said you have to think about like the definition of communication because to me, communication isn't just having a conversation. It's honest communication. And all of the times that How I've gotten... How do you know it's
1: honest if you don't have the trust though?
0: So maybe they go hand in hand.
1: They kind of do. Yeah. The more we're talking about talking it, talking about it about the more it's, it's like... <laughs> They're to
0: Go together. I mean, I'm still going to say trust
1: is important, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, I totally
0: understand what you're saying though. That was a great question. Thanks, Lolo.
1: Anytime, Tiz. What you got? What uh, you got over there in that corner? So,
0: my question for you, I guess, you know, it's very stereotypical. Of course, leave it up to the guy to ask <laughs> this question. But how important is sex to you in a relationship?
1: This is a really good question. And I can honestly speak from personal experience. Sex is extremely extremely important in a relationship. I was in a five year relationship and the whole last year of the relationship, we did not have sex. And that was not because my boyfriend did not want it. It was because I was not interested in, into him anymore. Mm. And he thought, you know, it was because he didn't look good anymore or, you know, what all these things, but Um, And to me, it was just I was falling out of love with him. And if I'm not in love with you, I am not having sex with you. And I know we have those one night stands. But when I'm in a relationship, I want to have sex all the time. That's how I know that you're into me. We still have this connection because I feel like sex really connects people together. So if you're in a relationship and y'all aren't having sex, there is an issue, I feel.
0: Could you be in a sexless relationship? What if you met the guy of your dreams... And he really wanted to wait until y'all are married. Would you leave him and say, I can't do this because sex is that important in a yes. relationship?
1: I, I, that would probably not be the move for me.
0: But what if you like saw his package and you know it's bomb.
1: Is he a virgin?
0: He's not a virgin, but he just really wants to wait. He wants to, he just feels like he wants to do this thing right. He wants to really I won't
1: believe him because I don't trust men like that. (laughs) I'm just being honest. (laughs) If he's someone I'm looking for, which is around my age, he's had sex before, and I won't trust him if he wants to wait. That's just my personal opinion. That doesn't mean it's right. (laughs) It's just how I feel.
0: (laughs) Lolo. What
1: do you think?
0: Uh, I feel so different about it. Um... I think I feel different about it because I'm gay. So I guess we okay. can we, we can get into that. Okay. Uh The reason I feel different is because I know that stereotypically, when people think about the gay community, they just think about a bunch of orgies and people who just like to have sex. But that's not true. And an analogy that I use for my parents when I, you know, had multiple conversations with them about my sexuality, I said it's... I can be with the man that I love and never have sex with him and y'all still wouldn't be happy. Because if you say being homosexual is a sin, well, the sin that you're talking about is within sex. Mm-hmm. And I can be in a relationship. I have been in relationships and was accident. And y'all will still say I'm going to hell. So what's your So then what's your excuse then? So for me, knowing that I've done that and that I've been there, knowing how I feel about Sex and how sex is not everything. uh, I do think it's important. So let me say that. Sex is hella important. It's very important. But I could be in a relationship and abstain. Because I have been the person that was in a relationship and people wanted to have sex with me. And I was like, nope, I want to make you wait. And I don't know when I'll be ready. I'm just not ready yet. And if you can't handle that, then bye. You're missing out. And if you can handle it, then it'll be worth the wait. But either way it goes, because just like you don't trust dudes, I don't trust dudes either. And I know, if there's one thing I know, it is that there are all sorts of dudes out there that are always looking for a nut. And when I want something serious and I want a relationship, the only way for me to find out if it's serious or not is to not give them the cookie. And and see how serious they are about getting to know me. And even then, once they get the cookie, some dudes are still like, I right, bet. It was a good chase, we had a good game, I appreciate that. I'm out, you know what I mean? Because dudes just, they just like sex without the commitment. A lot of dudes out there are like that. I'm not like that, so I'm holding on to faith and to hope that there are other people out there that are like me that are not like that and that see the value in getting to know somebody on a spiritual, personal, intellectual level, not just sexual level. And I think sometimes sex clouds that. Especially if you start a relationship off with just the sex. You can start to sprinkle other things in there, but the relationship is based on sex. That is the core of the relationship. And if that's the core of the relationship, I don't think it's going to last. Because sex is cardinal. You can get it literally from anybody. It's not really that special. Unless the person you're doing it with is special. And what makes them special is you... Understanding and getting to know that person on a spiritual, intellectual, and, and uh, intimate level outside of sexual. Does that make sense?
1: It does. It does. And I agree. And I think that it's okay to wait, um, especially if you want to build that bond, that relationship with somebody. But I don't think that you should wait that long for people because... Well, people, what's that
0: long? How long have, is that people long? People have needs. <laughs> yes, I, but yes, they do have needs, but well, what what's and maybe that they long?
1: Want, just because you aren't ready doesn't mean someone else isn't ready, but that doesn't mean that they are just wanting you for sex. Maybe they just are overcome with all these emotions, and they're like, I want this with this person, and they're at that place quicker than you.
0: So then do they respect you or not? Because to me, that's really what it boils down to. If, if I met somebody and I was just really into him, And I just, I I could see myself having a future with him. He is everything I wanted physically, mentally, like he is it. And he just wasn't ready. And we fooled around. We cuddled. I felt it. You know what I mean? Like, so I know that the sexual energy is thick and we just haven't done it yet. I'll wait until he's ready because that's how much I value him. I'm ready for it. I want it. I need it. But you're not ready yet, and I don't want to rush you. And you know. Well,
1: how long do you think it's okay though to let someone wait?
0: Communication takes me right back to why communication is so important. Because me communicating that. He's determined to get that point. I'm just just saying, you'll see communication goes through everywhere, and also trust, right? Because you can also think, well, he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't. I don't, you know, because I don't trust. If I'm not
1: giving it to him, somebody else is. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Well. So, I think communication is important right here, too, because you can have those conversations and say, I'm all down for waiting, and I don't want to put a timeline on it, but I do need to know that you are serious about this, and that we will take this step together, eventually. I mean, yeah. And I need for you to understand that I'm a very sexual being. And so if my eventually is in five months, you have to understand that that is where I'm at. And I'm communicating that to you now from the jump. That way, before we get into the five-month mark, where I'm like, all right, look, I can't wait anymore. Like, I can't hold it. What you going to do? It's not a surprise to you. We've communicated that. We've communicated it the whole way through. So now that it's here, we both have a mutual understanding as to what it's going to be.
1: Right. I get that,
0: but um, I, I think that how long is too long is depending upon the person. For me, I'm okay. We don't have to have sex, sex, but we gotta do something. Like, we gotta do something. We gotta play around. We gotta, we gotta get a nut some kind of way. It don't have to be the full throttle intercourse. I'm
1: gonna need
0: that v, and the v. But exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna need something uh to hold me off. And if, if that's the case, then I could probably go a while. Mm-hmm. If there was absolute nothing but just only kissing, I would probably, this is just me, it would probably be like a month or two. And I'd be like, okay, look, dude. Like, maybe longer. Depends on how much I like the guy. And if you're
1: communicating.
0: And if we're communicating. <laughs> exactly. so.
1: Fair enough, so, yeah.
0: That's what I'm from.
1: But back to the question, I think it's super important. I think it's a must. For sure. And I, I feel like if you're in a relationship and you're not having sex, there is something wrong. That's yes, all I'm going to say about that.
0: There's definitely something wrong. Okay. Um, And I can't disagree with you. Because there have been people, <laughs> there have been plenty of people that I liked, but just didn't feel like our sexual energy was compatible and stop fooling with. Yep. So I, it is definitely a must. It is definitely important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't have to have it. I just need to know that it will be good. So I need Looking to
1: know. Good. Okay,
0: that's all I need to know. I just need to know that like, I just need to know what you're working with. I need to make sure that you know how to kiss. I need to feel the intimacy. I need to know that that sexual energy and that that sexual tension is there, and that you pack in with a little something, something, A little
1: thickness.
0: You know what I mean? (laughs) A little (laughs) thickness, a little bit. But once I know that, once I once I got that, then I can wait because I know that whenever I get it, it's gonna be bomb. Facts. Yeah, that was my question. Good. All right, what's next? I like these questions, Lola. What's next?
1: I feel like some of these, they're not redundant, but they might lead into another one. So, what would be your biggest deal breaker in a relationship?
0: Oh, God. Um, one of my biggest deal breakers would be, it's a great question. I feel like I have so many, but I'm trying to pick it down to one. (laughs) Ha! Um, So, one of my biggest still burgers would be, I have a few, can I say more than one? I have to say one.
1: Of course you can say more than one. Okay. There's no rules here.
0: (laughs) Right. We are over the counter, so. All right, one of them, promiscuity.
1: Mm.
0: I think that's a really big deal breaker. I have dated people who were just flat out whores. And I'm saying that in the most non offensive way <laughs> that I can, but like, There's no you other know, way to describe it. Yeah, yeah, like sex parties, orgies, open relationships. You dated people. I it did not last long. I did not know that about them when we started, but it it's something that is difficult cuz I feel like if you're somebody that has that big of a sexual appetite, it can't be suppressed with one person. Yeah. And so I can it, it will not it will be unrealistic for me to expect for you to be committed and faithful to me. Got it. You know what I mean? You you had this huge Sexual appetite for all of these other sexual escapades, and I'm just one person, and I can do a whole lot of things, but I can't be—I can't, be can't be three people, <laughs> you know what I mean, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I can't be, you know, some stranger in an alleyway, in a glory hole like that. But it's just—I'm not that. That's you not went to me. Glory
1: hole?
0: You did. Ew! I have never gone to one. I
1: know but you just brought it up, so I have this visual just... now, and everyone <laughs> listening is going to have this visual Sorry. now. <laughs>
0: sorry I'm just saying like if that is what you're into cool it just you did that means that you can't we can't be together because I won't be able to satisfy your sexual desires as hard as I might try I would not be able to satisfy all that so promiscuity is one I want to say an atheist is another I'm a very spiritual person they do not have to be religious I just would love to be able to pray with somebody so you have to believe in a higher power. You got to believe in God. You have to believe in meditation and energies and prayer and all that kind of stuff. So that'd be important to me. I dated somebody who I couldn't pray with. It was a very abusive relationship. So that didn't work. Uh, and then lastly, one more thing that would be a deal breaker for me. Ugh, There's so many there are so many
1: maybe I should have limited you
0: yeah I could really keep going on and on like there's a lot Uh, another deal breaker would be racist
1: well that was kind of leading into what I was going to share not specifically racist but just making sure that we have the same common values Mm -hmm. right and that we both support the same causes and all of that because if you don't if we don't feel the same way, it's never going to work, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That,
0: mine was kind of into that, but you is just more specific. Yeah. You can keep that's that it. It. Oh. I'm just, I can't, I think it's <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty obvious.
1: Pretty obvious.
0: <laughs> I'm a black guy. You can't be mm-hmm. racist and be with me. And that's on both sides, right? Even though it's kind of impossible for black people to be racist. But I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, if you hate Black people, but you somehow find me to be the exception, and you love me. It's it's still gonna be enough for me, dog. I don't care.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like facts, no. Just somebody that has that mindset.
1: Completely agree.
0: supporting Trump.
1: Period. Pooh. That's
0: another deal breaker. Literally. I mean, I literally have when a bucket load. I'm going load. through
1: all these profiles. I'm
0: like, mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. right, nope. right,
1: nope,
0: right. A lot of That's a lot of deal quick one. So those are mine. What about yours? What you got?
1: Well, I just shared my main one that I was going to share. It's just making sure that we have the same core values, right? Um, Which are? Are we voting for the same party? <laughs> because that pretty much right. is like the umbrella and everything that falls under that. If you support someone who does not believe in equality and equity for all people, I don't want to be a part of it. Right. right. And
0: you're a Republican, right? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Y'all should have saw her face.
1: <laughs> Y'all. We are on a podcast. You can't be throwing this
0: sarcasm out there. Oh, sorry, she's not. She is not a Republican. I think
1: my heart just at all. More. I, was like, oh, I hope these people don't think this, but no, I am not. <laughs> and I just want—I want to make sure that you support a leader that wants to bring our country together and is not divisive. I want that, and I think that's the ultimate goal for anyone, just outside of politics to bring everyone together and give those equal rights to everyone the way that should be. Yeah. Um, I want someone that recognizes white privilege. I want mm-hmm. them to be able to say Black Lives Matter. I mm-hmm. want them to um, support the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. I want all of these things. Um, and if you don't agree with me on that, then that's, it's a no. It's a no for me because I feel very strongly about all of those things.
0: It's a no for me dog.
1: So it's a no for me dog. Yeah, anymore. any more? say so your
0: top three so that was one give me I two mean, I said three so it's good. I, mean, I,
1: I hate to just repeat some of the things you said but they were really good I should have just limited you to one <laughs> but I mean I think obviously promiscuity is one I will say I have stuck around in relationships where there has been promiscuity and I thought that things would be better but they never get better so just know once that trust is broken
0: it's never going to get now. <laughs> it's that wine. Hope y'all are drinking. <laughs> sip up. You know what? We should add that in here. Like a special sound or a ding or a bell. And every time it goes off, people have to take a sip.
1: You know, sometimes it just happens. And it is what it is. But, yeah. I feel like once you're in a relationship and someone has cheated on you, it's just never going to be the same. It might be okay. And think, you might think that, oh, you know what? We're better than we ever were. Don't worry. Whenever you guys get in a fight, it's gonna and come, come right up, back and out. it's just
0: gonna Stop. be. Stop but you do you also could go through therapy. That might real that now if you do go through therapy, it might really help resolve those issues. But it also might not. Either way it goes, if you in a relationship with somebody who's cheating, y'all got a whole lot to deal with.
1: Which I mean it goes without saying you should probably not mess with anyone that's married, but
0: yeah. yeah, it's a great point.
1: Probably not ideal situation.
0: So is that another one of your deal breakers? You brought it up. <laughs> I just want to know.
1: I don't think. Yeah, it's it's definitely a deal breaker.
0: <laughs> Drink up, y'all! Drink up. I'm um, Thomas. What's the next
1: question?
0: Well, um. <laughs> Well, I have some more. I have a lot of deal breakers. I'm trying to tell you. Like, I have another one, intimacy. I cannot be with somebody who's not intimate. I like to cuddle. I'm touchy-feely. I love skin-to-skin contact. I like to hold hands. I love affection. I like all that shit. (laughs) So, if you are not affectionate, it just won't work. Because that is one of my love languages. Mine's words of
1: affirmation. I love the words, which is so stupid, because why would you want words without action, but I love to hear it. I love to see it in text form, I love to hear it verbally, and I just, I don't know, I thrive off of that. Yeah. But You know one thing for me, and I know this is not for you, but one thing that is a deal breaker for me is you have to love sports. Mm. So This is a really basic one, it's not very deep, but that would be one for me as well. I need all the sports. No, not for me. Nope. no. Nope. You would probably be afraid I did even person. like sports.
0: <laughs> I, I like, to, I enjoy watching them.
1: Not with
0: me. Yeah, you get pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. But, I do enjoy the view of sports. Especially football. I just mm-hmm. like to watch.
1: All those tight booties.
0: Lord have me, Mercy help me, Jesus. So yeah. <sighs> Alright guys. Next question. Where are we at? Tis.
1: Where are we at? Alright.
0: Um, All right, the next question that I have. Okay, good. We got some time. All right, last question. Do you believe that old school love exists? I'm talking about the 1960 dated you for a month, got married, and we stayed married for 40 years type. Cannot court you type bring you roses on a Wednesday, pick up your milk from the front porch type love. Do you think that in today's day and age, with all this that we have access to, that kind of love still exists? No. That was a really harsh no. I don't. Why? I
1: I believe that love still exists and I know love is out there. But I don't ever think that authentic love, that old school love, will ever be real again. You know, with social media, mm. with technology, with everything going on in this world. I just don't think it's possible to ever go back to how we were. Our world will never look the same mm. and it's constantly changing. And I just, I honestly think social media is the biggest thing here. Yeah. Um, and I think that totally affects the way people view things. Um, so no, I don't think that, that love our grandparents had ever will exist again. And it makes me really sad, um, Mm. but I just, I don't see it being possible. There's too many distractions.
0: So you feel like if you had to narrow it down into one reason why you think that love no longer exists. Your answer is... Social media. Social media. And the distractions that social media brings. Yes. I don't think that love... I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I'm just going to say it's probably very rare. There might be people who are not on any social media platforms who experience that kind of love today. So I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I'm just going to say it's very hard to find. And the reason why I don't think it's social media, I think it's because of sex. I think I saw this quote and I think it's brilliant. The quote says, Since sex got easier to get, love got harder to find. And I think, yeah, and it's so true. I think it's so true. I think back in the day, if you were scandalous and, you know, got to second base with somebody, it was a deal. Like people weren't. Slinging, you know, slinging around and dropping in low like that easily back in the day. It wasn't popular. It was not publicized. It wasn't on TV and billboards and in music like it was it was different. Yeah. And because of that, people were forced to find somebody who they connected with on another level. It wasn't a sexual level at first. It was on a different level. And then sex came later. And I think now it's opposite. Now sex comes first, and then the other stuff comes later, which is why people aren't able to find that old-school love. Which, if we just kind of rewind, when I said that uh, love, I mean, that sex is important in relationships, but it cannot be, it can't be the most important thing. It cannot be like the end-all thing. It can't be the single driving force in your relationship, because it is probably, if it is, then it's probably the thing that's stopping you from from having that kind of love. It's stopping you from having the kind of love that you want because it's a relationship based on sex. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's definitely a big thing. Um, my whole thing with the social media, it's not necessarily just that, it's just, all those distractions. I feel like people are not focused on their partners anymore. They're more focused about what's the next move on Facebook or what's going on with my friends or what's going, like they're so into their phone that they lose so much out of the people around them. Mm -hmm. And that makes me really sad. I try to be so conscious of of this when I'm around my family. Right, Um, put them phones away. Making sure that I'm just invested in the time we have together. And I think that's so important in a relationship. When you go out to dinner, put your friends away. Don't even bring them in. Right. Just enjoy that time with one another. I it's, it's very valuable and important. Just
0: act like it's 1990 again. 90, take it back <laughs> to 1995. <laughs> you know what I mean? 1995 when there were no cell phones and when you hung out with your friends, Whatever, you were they just They had the there. big Zach
1: Morris phones then in 1995. But you couldn't
0: text. Oh, and Lord it wasn't you. convenient. You had to wrap it, <laughs> strap it around you chest and have this big thing to yourself? Hell, even in
1: 2004, 5, whenever we had our phones, we didn't even have internet or texting. Right. (laughs) Oh my god. You
0: made me feel old.
1: (laughs) Well, we are old, Thomas. No, we're
0: not old, Lolo. We're not old. Shoot. Okay, guys. We're done. Because Lolo's trying to call me old and I'm still young. I don't know what she's talking about. I mean, you're six months
1: older than me.
0: So then, you know, you're so about I to. if I'm old,
1: then you're older.
0: No, okay. All right. We are ending this episode. <laughs> Hopefully you were able to enjoy our conversation on love. If you uh, like the conversation that we had today on love, check out our other episodes that we have on this channel. We're so excited. We're signing out with.
1: Peace. Love. And wine.
0: Uh-huh. All See right, guys. guys. See you later.